The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day the Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. On this first Sunday of Advent, we always begin a new liturgical year. So for the next 12 months, most of the gospel readings will be from Matthew. And as I always do, leading up to this Sunday, this first Sunday of Advent, I take time to look at where I've been the past year, what needs to change in my life, what needs to happen that isn't happening. And I started to notice some of my favorite things. And I felt like Maria in The Sound of Music. (laughs) Snowflakes and roses and all those things. Those weren't my favorites, but here are three. I like action heroes and I like credit cards, (laughs) and I like Christmas. Now, believe it or not, all three of those have something in common because they all provide instant gratification for things we want or things that we need. They give you immediate results. Look at these action heroes, Tom Cruise, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. They're not there just to provide a good fight, They come into scenarios and they serve justice. They vanquish the evildoers as quickly as possible. All that happens in a two-hour movie. Credit cards. With a swipe of a plastic card, we can buy just about anything we want. 
even if we don't have the money for it. We have it instantly. And as for Christmas, it's hard not to like Christmas, but it's this sudden burst into our culture, into our world, that brings great joy and generosity and beauty. And if you've noticed, I think, we see the Christmas season getting longer and longer, starting earlier at least. In October, uh, Hallmark was showing their movies, and the Christmas station from Chicago began playing Christmas music exactly on November 1st at 4 o'clock. So, those things, immediate results. The challenge with Christmas, however, comes when we see it as a liturgical season, as well as a cultural phenomenon. Because in the church, the season of Christmas is preceded by this season of Advent, a season of waiting, watching, a season of preparation. But the question I got was, do we really need it when you think about it? Christmas is already being celebrated. We know it's going to come anyway. Do we need Advent? It's not like it was in the Middle Ages where Advent was really a very penitential season. It was close to Lent, preparing people who would get baptized on Epiphany. So maybe we don't need Advent anymore. I know of a church community in San Francisco Episcopalian. They just decided to drop Advent. So they start singing their Christmas songs when the culture does, and they put their trees in the creche up, and they don't seem to mind that at all. But the more I thought about that, and as much as we love all the imagery and the music of Advent, it still provides something more, I think. And what came to mind was a phrase, you've heard it too, I'm sure, that is very popular with travelers or hikers. And the phrase is, the journey is the destination. In other words, if you're going on a hike, you want to do more than just get to point B from point A, the end of the trail, the top of the hill, whatever. It's what happens on the way that's also very important, sometimes more so. Because on the trail, on the way, you see beautiful things. You learn stuff about yourself. You learn, for example, the level of your physical endurance, your patience, tolerance. You learn how you deal with unexpected events like getting lost, how to survive with harsh weather. So I think if we look at Advent in that sense as a trail, as a journey, that's not just to get us to Christmas, but it's really something for its own sake, then I think we'd have to agree it's something we all need. Because it teaches us how to stay awake, how to be watchful, how to be vigilant, 
similar to when we're expecting company. I don't know, in your homes when we were growing up, and we knew people were coming over, grandparents, uncles, aunts, whoever, there was a sense of expectation in the house, and we did things. I can't count the number of times mom straightened the rug, or fluffed up the pillows, or checked to make sure there was no dust on the table. And while she was doing all of that, we're all getting more and more excited, and we start listening for the car in the driveway, the door to get open. Doing all of that made us very attentive to the present, and that's the paradox. Because while we're waiting for something in the future, we're also becoming very attuned to what's going on in the here and now, what needs to happen, what isn't happening. And I wonder if that's what Jesus meant when he told his disciples to stay awake because they know not the time when the Son of Man will return in judgment and in glory. So if they're attentive to the present while they wait for the future, then we see the blessings we have. And we also see the brokenness we have. And it allows us to be honest and confront those things that need to get fixed. Things in our personal lives and, since this is a liturgical season, things in our parish things in our church. So to that end, I want to make this suggestion and request. What are aspects of St. Joan of Arc Parish that need attention, that need to be fixed? And I'm not talking about the carpet and the pews and the paint. Those are important. But there's something more important, I believe. And I believe it's Sunday Mass attendance. We know that since COVID rocked the world, church attendance isn't what it was in most parishes. Here at St. Joan of Arc, we're about 50% of what we were pre-pandemic. And I think we've spent too much time asking why that is, trying to figure out why haven't they come back, where are they going, does it matter? And maybe it's time to stop all the speculation and just start doing something, like inviting them back. And notice I say we, because it is our parish, and no priest or parish staff could do this alone. And it is a problem. It's a problem because it affects faith. Faith in ourselves as a community, faith in these individuals. We want to do more than just fill up pews and get more in the offertory. Because the bottom line is being members of a faith community bolster people's faith. And I know people will sometimes say, I don't need the church to pray to God. 
I don't need an institution to deepen my spiritual life. I'm fine without those. And I always ask, well, how long will you be fine without those? Because for the most part, it's structures and institutional systems that keep us focused and grounded in the fundamentals of our faith. Without those things, people are apt to just start defining religion and God according to their own preferences and whims, and not according to what has been traditionally the things that kept us focused on God. And if individuals aren't doing that, then the community won't do it either. And that's why connection with the community is so critical. So you can read in the bulletin this week, I'm launching this initiative that I'm calling, O Come All Ye Faithful. Take it right from the Christmas carol. And what I'm asking all of us to do, everyone, find one individual or one family who has not been coming back to Sunday Mass with the same regularity. And eventually, we want to invite them back. But this first week, just think about one, one person, one family, and pray for them. And next week, and in the days following that, I want to present some suggestions on how we can invite them back without seeming righteous and judgmental and critical and make them feel like they've been missed. So again, find an individual or family, keep them in your prayers, this week especially, because if Advent is really a journey that calls us not just to jump immediately to Christmas, but to spend this time, these four weeks, to make life better and more vibrant, to make our church more alive, then I can think of no better way to spend this season than by inviting back our brothers and sisters to the faith community that loves them. And who knows? That invitation might just be gift enough for them to know that they were missed. <laughs>